G'day guys, how's it going? Welcome to the Biker Bits Podcast. You're listening to Mark and Alistair. Right, so this topic, uh, this is our second bloody our episode. second podcast, Man, yeah. We are, we are professionals now. For sure, for sure. <laughs> Alright, the topic is, what is it? The perfect bike that hasn't been built yet. Right. The unicorn. What? And there's going to be different for everyone. Yeah, so when you say, so obviously everybody's always, that's the thing now is, we need the, mm. you know, we're looking for the unicorn bike. Yeah. Which hasn't been built and I don't think will ever get built by a manufacturer. Yeah, so, well, <clears throat> it's, it's a tough one. I mean, if you look at the, the, the ultimate unicorn would be a, uh, a lightweight to midweight adventure bike um, that's awesome on the highway and awesome off-road. You can go to the desert and you can still drive a thousand kilometres on the road without a problem. Exactly, that's it. Doesn't exist. No. So what do it we... should. It should. <laughs> yeah. It should in fairyland, I think. Yeah. Um, so, so we're talking, it's like dual sport and, and, and somewhere from dual sport to adventure bike. To adventure, yeah. Cause, and look, dual, what, is, what classes is a dual sport and what classes is an adventure bike? There's a grey area. Well, let's look at our bikes, Mark. So, you know, I've got a KDM 1090. And you've got a, um, DR. a DR650. Yep. Um, you've got a dual sport. I've got an adventure bike. Mm. We ride together, go everywhere the same places, um, and the same sort of tracks. Yeah, and I In- class... Mostly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I class Max as an adventure bike, because and that's, this is where it gets all yeah. grey and fuzzy and, and whatever, but really, strictly, it's a, it's a dual sport. Yeah bike and your KDM 1090 is an adventure bike. Yeah. I think they're clear distinctions. For sure. And I think that we've had, we've both found the limits of our own bikes mm-hmm. um, when riding together. For example, remember uh, in the Otways, trying to get my big ass heavy <sighs> bike over that log. Yeah. And it, didn't, was, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. I mean, either. I think if I think if we had a really tried, but we didn't know what was after that. Yeah. Or if we get it back over and... Yeah. Um, and so my bike got over. We, we, we manhandled yours over. Yeah. Um, we're talking about a big... Yeah, it was I mean, huge. You know, you, we were stacking up logs next to the big oh, log. Yeah. Um, so we found the limitation of my bike uh, in that situation. But then we've been on rides where, you know, I think you're really keen for a break. And I'm like, no, oh, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, on the highway, you know, you're getting your sore yeah. ass, you're getting a bit... Well, rattled, it's, it's more so I need a cigarette. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Right, okay. Yeah, because I can. I mean, because I've said, I mean, Max isn't straight out of the factory, and this is the thing. Yeah. I think we're going to get to that mm. with the whole unicorn bike, is that I've set Max up, and obviously the biggest thing with Max is the uh, sergeant seat. Oh, yeah, of so course. I can, yes, that's right. You do if run I that. Can. But I need to stop and have a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, I know, on the DR, that was just not, it was not, for on the highway, it was... Yeah, I, I found myself really cramped, um, and I was get, uh, getting, um, um, you know, my hips had seized up, yeah. and it was just, I needed more distance between my feet and my butt, I think. So on that, on your DR650, did you have the risers and the lowered pegs, or was it stock? I didn't have the lowered pegs. Right, um, and I was going to go down that route, but then at the same time, I wanted better suspension. I wanted something a little bit more power. I wanted this and that. Yeah, and I was like, 
I'm not going to bother. Yeah, gonna... and you're like Ray, because you're you're big, not as big as Ray. I'm probably pushing his weight. I'm a hundred. I'm over 120 kilo. Oh, are you? Yeah. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Um, it's all muscle, mate. See, when I sit on, when I, yeah, I'm just a bloody lanky, bloody, you know, I'm 80 kilograms. I jump on Max and I twist the throttle and hey, presto, he takes off. But you <clears> stick <throat> another, well, that's 40 kilos mm. on top of that. Yeah. If you twist the throttle, it ain't going to go as quick. No, that's right. And that's right. what I think what yeah, you were missing and definitely I know Ray missed that power. Yeah, although having said that, the <clears throat> DR650 in the dirt... Um, was was plen plenty of power, mm. you know. Um, but as soon as you get it on the highway, it's like, yeah, no, this, this sucks. Yeah. Um, for me, and again, everyone's different. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can ride Max all day. Mm. So, uh, Max is my unicorn bike. Well, yeah, he is, isn't he? Because, I mean, I think you've said before that you'd be happy just to have Max. You know, if you had the choice to get a brand new bike. It would basically be Max. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, and this is where the whole you know, unicorns never get going to get done is that humans, and it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's motorbikes or houses or cars or whatever, or an Xbox 360. When the new one comes out, mm. we're not happy with that old three Xbox 360. We want the new one. Yeah, you know, they bring out these things. We all want. Yeah. To some extent, I mean, I, I guess, yeah. I mean, I'm probably a little bit different, but so for an example, I've got the uh, the KDM 1090. Now the um, the KDM, the new KDM 890 is coming out, and that's, um, look, it's a little bit less powerful, but that's okay. Um, it's certainly a little bit lighter. That's good. Yeah. I have no desire to switch to that at all. Yeah. I'd be quite happy just sticking, if I'm going to stay in that class of motorcycle, I'm quite happy to stick with the 1090. Yeah, the 890 is too close to the 1090. Yeah, why would I bother? Exactly. You know, when you're, it uh, doesn't matter if you're picking up 120 kilos, uh, sorry, 220 kilos or 205 kilos, it's still friggin' heavy. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make a big difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so when you're going from a DR650, which is 165, Max is most probably, with all the changes that I've made, he's only most probably 170. Oh, with, I don't think he'd be that much. Yeah, you're pretty sure I kept it with all the mods and everything, including that big ass safari tank and, and stuff. Now, hang on, are we talking about dry or wet weight? Oh, no, wet weight. <laughs> I always work on wet weight. I know you go, and I understand what you're saying. Yeah. If you go with the dry weight, it keeps all the bikes equal. It's a tough one. But so, I want to know what the bike is wet because that's how I ride it, wet. Well, so the, the DR650 is 147 kilos, stock standard, dry. Oh, hang on. Am I got it wrong? 140. The DR650 is 147 dry. Yeah? Um, but... That's with that heavy ass exhaust. Keep talking. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're podcast. Keep talking. Um, <laughs> Sorry, you know, I'm just. Whereas, getting, I'm, I'm getting the manual. Yeah. So you've got 147 kilo there. Plus you've got um, fuel of, well, thirteen. Got, yeah, but you've got a metal tank. So that you take the metal tank off, replace it with a plastic tank. I'd argue that your safari tank would weigh less than the standard metal tank. Yep, the exhaust pipe. Right. Yeah. How many kilo have you got in the exhaust? I reckon by switching everything over that you've done, you've probably lost the seven kilo and maybe gained five kilo of performance parts. There you go. Curb mass, 166 kilograms. So I don't know where you're getting your figure from. I Googled it. 
Well, you must have Googled it. Maybe in America, they're lighter. <laughs> Gravity's different over there, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 166 kilograms is the stock weight. So that's wet. why wet. That's with a curb f- weight. Uh, 12 litre tank? I think it's 13 litre. 13 litre tank. Yeah, okay. So if you've got 13 litres of fuel plus 2 litres of oil, there's 15, let's call that 15 kilo, just around, around it. Um, you know, so you've got 147... Yeah, 13, li- 13 litres. Yeah, okay, so 147 kilo plus, say, 15 kilo um, brings you up to um, 162 kilograms. Yep. Oh, so you were looking dry. Dry. You're working on dry. This is the thing. <laughs> Universally, we should all look at one thing. Dry, I know. Yeah, wet, wet. That's <laughs> no, the way dry. <laughs> But I understand dry yeah, keeps yeah. all bikes equal, regardless of what size tank they have, because they're all different. Yeah, so the my bike, the, the 1090, has a dry weight of 207 kilo. Yep. Um, so compare that to the DR650, dry weight of 147. That's, that's a, a fucking, that's a lot of... A lot of weight. That's sixty kilo. That that means that you could pick up the DR six fifty on a tough ride ten times more than you would. Yeah. Because that's what it basically boils down to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because you can lift that ten ninety. You know, put it in your backyard. It drops. You lift it up. Yeah, no yeah, worries. Yeah. I can do this. And then when you're out there and you've dropped it the first time, you lift it up. You know, you're a bit buggered out, but you lift it up. No worries. Riding along, drop it. Li- and that's when the weight just gets oh, yeah. heavier and heavier. And because you're losing, um, you're getting fatigued from doing that, mm-hmm. and obviously you're working in something hard because you're dropping the bike, it just <clears> compounds. <throat> and then you make mistakes, so yeah. you're dropping it more, blood, and you go down. Not to really mention when you've got 25 kilo of gear on top as well. Exactly, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I had to do, when you took us down that stupid bloody shortcut you're looking at the satellite and that was at uh, was that Whipperfeld? Whipperfeld and what's that Miller's we were trying to get to the Miller's oh, Milmud track Milmud track yeah 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 and we took that shot we were in first gear you had the XR6 650 50. Mm. it was overheating <laughs> Max was no worries but we're traveling in first first gear just b- bush bashing now according to the map um, just in case any authorities are listening it no, was that, it was a track. It was a track. Um, yeah. It just on the ground. In reality, it it wasn't. It got. It was obviously nobody was using it. Yeah. So things were just growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I dropped Max now because we're in first gear. We're just manhandling these bikes, getting through. You'd already gone ahead of me. Yeah. And I dropped it. You're already still going. I'm trying to pick this bike up. Couldn't pick it up. I had to take the luggage off. To then get it up yeah and so when i finally thought oh where the hell's mark and i came back yeah that's when you'd already lifted it up and you're putting your gear back on yeah and yeah. cursed and swore at you yeah for taking us in such a godforsaken place yes <laughs> but then remember when we made it to the end of that track <clears throat> oh and then we got onto i think it was milman track it was, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. and because of all those little bloody zippy bikes and the, <laughs> and the support vehicles carrying all their crap, they're just they're up and down yep. the sides and nearly wheeling in the sand. And, and I think you had another um, Simpson Desert moment. Oh fuck, we we no, we're not, we're not gonna. We tried, we tried, we were going, and I and I actually I pulled the pin. I said, Alistair, I can't do this. Yeah, I've had enough. So we had to go back. You were in a bad way, actually. You were um. You were so exhausted. Yeah. I was actually 
like worried about your health at that point. <laughs> Seriously, because you went ahead and I thought I'd stop and just let you go and I'd, I'd catch mm. up. And so I see Mark's um, tracks on the on the sand and he's all over the place. He's that was got... coming back. That was on the return. That was yeah, just no, getting that's, out. That's, that's when we were getting out. And, um, you know, I was like, how are you still upright? I mean, yeah. You're all over the place. <laughs> yeah, and they, that, that's quite a wide track. Yeah. Yeah, and I was just... <laughs> It was like a serpent. Yep. Yeah, my track. Yeah. <laughs> that was. Yeah. But we made it. We did. We always we always make it, don't always we? Always do. Yeah, and it's always fun to look back at those. But when you're in it, uh, hell yeah. on it, hell on earth. But so here's a good question though: Would you prefer to be doing that on a different bike? Yes. Yeah. But that would be a two fifty. Yeah. Or a four fifty. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Or something like that. But I don't want to be on a two fifty or a four fifty. You know, riding up. Because we had to travel a fair way on the highway. Um, oh, no, we, no, we actually, actually trailed in the bikes. No, you did. I didn't on that one. I rode and you had yours in the back of the that's back right. of the U because I was impressed how you got the bike that's off right. and then put the bike back on because your that's a Toyota. It was a Toyota. Hilux. Hilux. Yeah, it was pretty high up. Pretty yeah. high. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair yeah, cool. I was impressed that how you got it up there. I, was like, I made sure I had the camera going because like, yeah. this is going to be uh, gold. When it turns to crap. When it turns yeah, to yeah. crap, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what's, what's your unicorn bike then? Um, yeah, so so Max, the DR650 is my unicorn bike, yep. but there's always improvements. I mean, I'm, you know, I used to scream about, oh, not scream, I used to carry on that, you know, oh, carbies, yeah, I can fix a carby and you're know, on the side of the track. If, if, if it's a um, fuel-injected bike, well, then you're screwed. Mm. But look, they've been around long enough now. They don't, they don't stuff up, do they? No. Look, I think um, with a lot of the modern bikes, you know, you get sensor failure, um, and that yeah. can that can screw you over. Yeah. Um, you know, the um, the throttle position sensor or something like that can ruin your your whole yeah, trip. Yeah, CO2. Yep. Um, I mean, I'd I'd rather not have all of that stuff. I'd rather um, less electronics. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like the idea of. ABS, it's actually saved my ass on the road on the on the 1090. Yeah. Um, a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, particularly when you're running knobbies, uh, ABS helps. Yeah. Yeah. And look, um, I agree. Look, they are the traction controls and all that kind of stuff is good. Um, but it's I, I also have the thought that you know all we're doing is making dumber riders. Oh, I, 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 I say that yeah. very lightly uh, because I say that more heavily with people in these new cars that self-park themselves. Yeah, 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 for sure. With the exception, I know old people that can't, you know, they're getting old and they're, they can't, you know, swing their bodies around to look behind them and all that kind of stuff. But um, mm. you should be able to, I mean, that's part of your... Yeah, getting your license is to be able to reverse park into a you know park. I think that's a fair call. You're getting a lot of people that are uh, getting their adventure bikes, their their twenty five thousand dollar adventure bikes, and it's got um all the bells and whistles electronically, and um and they may not have ever ridden just a bare bones dirt bike. Yep. And so they may end up with a whole lot more confidence than they really should be having. Yes. Um, and look, I mean, that might be fine. But then if you jump on your bike, Max... you you got to ride it. You actually have to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't self-park itself. No. No, no. <laughs> if you spin that wheel, the only thing that stops that wheel from spinning is either pulling in the clutch 
or letting off the throttle. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, look for, for my bike and for the for these um these bigger adventure bikes. You know, you're looking at 120 sort of plus horsepower. Um, you know, uh, it kind of makes sense to have some. Yeah, agreed. Um, agreed. Yeah. 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 Some control there. Um, but anything under 100 horsepower, I think you should be able to manage yourself. Yeah. In the dirt without a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And then the argument to that, on the to, just to flip it on a head on its head, is that, well, all the new bikes have got all this shit, so they're never going to have to worry about that. So yeah. therefore, it well, doesn't really matter. That's a are fair. we just old bastards going? Well, you know these these new bloody these young people today are yeah. so soft. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Hey, do you remember driving the car without power steering? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. 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 Because you can tell, like, it's very rare now, but you'll see it every now and then. You go, holy crap, the, the, the wheel is just spinning, spinning, spinning. You go, they don't have power steering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're, you're working up a sweat just getting through the car park. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, unit for me, Unicorn, so, yeah, I would get, EF, you know, I'd want EFI on max. Yeah, so, you know, if you could just um, click your fingers and have the perfect bike for you, it's going to be something based on max. It's going to be a DR650 style. Yeah. Um, but with what better suspension, a little bit more power. No. What the suspension's great on Max. You remember I've that's not stock suspension. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've true. done it all up. True, yeah. So it's the suspension I don't think this you're gonna get the suspension much better than what it is. Well look I I might I, be wrong. I always thought that. Yeah. Um and so I came from, you know, a DR six fifty to a, a um a DRZ 400 yep. to an XR 650, so we're all talking those older, older school yeah. bikes. And then I got the uh, the, the 1090. And you never looked back after that 1090. And, that, and I keep telling you every time you just talk about looking because you came in here to, before oh, we yeah. started this I'm, podcast. I'm getting the itch. Going, I am getting the itch. All right, it's it's coming. <laughs> Something's you've got coming. to buy the second bike, and you've got to keep that 1090 because without a doubt that 1090 just I do suits love that you 100. Yeah, yeah. But that suspension is just. I mean, and look, I'm sure it's not great suspension compared to some other bikes. Certainly not to compared to more better performing bikes, you know, a lot lighter bikes. Yeah. But um, it's so forgiving. I mean, I've I've really screwed up on the 1090, and I've I've bottomed out the forks. Yeah. Uh, even that's you know with with it set, set up properly for my weight, and I've still bottomed it out. Yeah. Um, but I haven't died. I haven't mm. even come off. It's just so forgiving, more so than old school suspension i don't understand the, the engineering behind it i don't I get know. it all i know is it's brilliant yeah and that's when i <clears throat> when i was doing max because i bought i got the front springs the gold valves mm. uh the heavier rear shock i got the revalve and i know when i was doing the video builds of it and people were going when are you going to do the the next hour I, I did the rear i can't remember what i did first but i did the rear and then i rode then i did the the shocks yeah i put the springs in then i put in the gold valves and i did it that way so i could feel and okay. see the yeah, difference yeah. that each thing made and then i had that the uh what do you call it the steering, the dampener. steering dampener and i had that for years people were going when are you gonna put that bloody thing on and that was a bit of you know being busy and whatever so then and then i put that on a long time later and so I could get a feel, and mm. I could tell you now without a quiver of a doubt that at each stage that bike changed. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like doing a stupid thing with the videos, and I'm chasing the stupid train, and I hit a I hit a um, 
a gully and it nearly threw me into the friggin' bush. Yeah. But because I'd had the, the front and rear done at that stage, it saved my bacon because I knew previous to that, because the, you know, what the DR's stock is yeah. very pogoey. I mean, mm. I did the Simpson with it. I, I still can't believe that. I mean, yeah, yeah. You can see it in the videos. It's like a pogo yeah. <laughs> weighted up. Um, it made that difference that saved my bacon. And then with the steering dampener, mm. now I can tell you for sure that the steering dampener works and does, it saves your bacon. Hitting those roots, yeah. rocks, and stuff like that. Yeah, so I mean, I've got a steering dampener on mine as well, but came stock standard, so it's not as good as what you've got on yours. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think it, it's, um, it's amazing. I, a lot of, you know, I've been in situations where I thought, hang on, surely I should have, this should have ended in tears, but no, it just, <laughs> it handles it. It's, I know. <laughs> Yeah, where where were I think uh, where was it? Is a big Annie down at the Otways? Is it, would we do the big Annie track? Yeah, is, is it called um, Big Annie? It's something Annie. Um, not ang- not angry Annie. Um, some, something foreboding us. Annie. Yeah, but I don't. There wasn't <clears> that. There wasn't that track. It was a different track. Oh, so okay. that Annie track is is a track in the Otways, but no, yeah. we were near there. I remember. Going through that, you were in, in front, and we hit the, the uh, what do you call it, the rut. But yeah. the rut followed the track. It didn't go across the track. Yeah. And I, and I was filming at the time, and it was like I just, you know, it's all that split-second stuff, and you hit it, and you go, oh, my, you prepare. Yep. To, you're going to, this is, this is it. You're yep. down. Yeah. And I made it through. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, how the hell did that happen? <laughs> how did I not go down? Yeah, so there's something to be said for technology um, to yeah. save our bacon, but yeah, um, yeah. And that but, wasn't technology, but that tech, having better suspension mm. and having the technology is the same thing. Yeah, it's making things better. It's yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. So I think um, my unicorn bike is I I. I there's a trade-off between um, a highway stability and off-road performance. It's this is why the unicorn bike can't exist, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. So the heavier the bike, the more stable it is. Forgetting about all the other specs, the heavier the bike, the more stable it is on the highway. And that's we, sorry, we can just simply see that between you and me. Yep. When we have those side winds. Yep. And you see me going, I'm, I'm jesting that I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm being yeah, pushed over the, place. over the place and you and I'm like what are you doing it's, this is fine yeah. yeah yeah, heavy bike bigger bloke yep yep stabler so that proves that yeah point. and there's just um, so look I don't worry about the vibrations from a single cylinder or, or any of that stuff it's you know that that heavier bike is just more stable yeah um, but you know if you want performance off road you want a lighter bike yeah uh, and you can compare it to a KDM 500 EXC, you know, they've got a dry weight, dry weight, dry weight yeah. of 107 kilos. 107, wow. Yeah. Shit. That's 100 kilo lighter than mine. Yeah, that's huge. Massive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. But that would be like the DRZ, what's the DRZ 400? They are, oh, I'm going blind. Get my short, short lookers. Um, the DRZ 400 is 119 kilo dry. Yeah. Now, so, and that's, to me, that's starting to get into that sweet spot. All right? Yeah. But, so, I've ridden yours. Mm. I rode yours. The DRZ. The DRZ yeah. 400. And 
brilliant. It's very much like the DRZ, uh, the DR650, except you know it's lighter, it's yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. But when we were doing the you know 100, 110, mm. that's when you feel that flightiness, you know. Yeah, and the, I think that's the, what the unbalanced doing. wheels play a role in that as well. But yeah, yeah, um, you can just be, it's it's, it feels so light yeah. that the slightest you know wind and, and whatever you just kind of like. Ooh. It's a bit like riding on gravel. It gives you that sensation. Yeah. Well, in fact, you can take the DRZ 400 at, a, say, 80 kilometres an hour, right? And it feels so much smoother and more comfortable on gravel compared to on the high road. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 So you, you'd much rather travel at that speed on a dirt road. It'd be more comfortable. Yeah. And I don't even understand that, but it is. Yeah. 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 Because I think your brain's going, this is what the bike should be doing because we're on gravel. Whereas when you're on the highway and you're on tarmac, this bike should be just planted and not flipping a little bit. Yeah. As you're Having going said on. that, I can sit on 120 all day on the 1090 on a gravel road and it feels like I'm on a freeway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. But that's the beauty part. That's, that's, the th that's what we're saying is yeah. the lighter bikes are great for all the... The you know, the gnarly stuff. stuff and technical stuff, but as soon as you're on the highway, you're not. Yeah. And Whereas, so, and so that's something I'm missing, right? <laughs> and this is this is that that itch I'm getting, right? Is yep. I'm missing. There are so many tracks that I don't do, even though I can probably do them on the 1090. But I just I just say, nah, not today. Yeah. Because it's such a heavy bike. Yeah. You know, if I could, I could easily get myself into a situation where I drop that bike, uh, and even if there's two of us. We may not just be able to get it out, yeah. Um, you know, without you know a, a winch or or something. I mean, seriously, it's. Oh, and the other thing <laughs> is too that you've got to manhandle. Exactly. Your manhandle at, at the low because this is the thing when you're in the gnarly stuff, you're at low speed, yep. so you are manhandling a motorbike. When you are doing, I don't know, what would you say, 50, 50 60, around there. If you're at that speed, you're not manhandling. No, look, I would say that anything over 10 kilometres an hour... Oh, that low. It's fine. It's fine, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. you don't feel the weight. No. Um, unless you've got major obstacles and then you've got to throw it around a little bit. You know, if you've yeah. got to get over a log or something, <clears throat> that's a different story. Yeah. Then we talk, start talking about suspension and clearance and, yeah. and things like that where, you know, the, the lighter bike, say a 690, is going to uh, come into its own. Yeah. Um, All right. So you just said the six six ninety KDM six ninety. Yeah. <clears throat> so in my eyes, the uh, the unicorn bike that we're looking for should be the KDM six ninety. I mean, I think that's the closest you're going to get to a unicorn bike. That one. I would agree. And the T seven hundred. Yes, I, I would agree. That they, yeah. they're, somewhere they're, in I, there. they're either side of that unicorn bike. Yeah. See. What I don't get, what manufacturers are doing, is they're coming out with uh, lower-powered, lighter adventure bikes, and the T7 is still out. The T7 is quite light. It's 180 kilos dry. Yep. But it's only 27 kilos lighter than mine. Yeah, which... And I, and I, I, correct, I don't have the specs on for horsepower, mm. but I'm pretty sure it's you're losing about 30 yeah. horsepower minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
for 27 kilo. And I tell you what, when you've got a fully loaded bike and you've got to pick it up off the ground, you're not going to give a shit whether it's a hundred, you know, a, a hundred and, 207 kilo dry or 180 dry. It's still just fucking heavy. Heavy, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, <clears throat> yeah. so I'm not sure. I, yeah, the T7 does appeal to me, but then I think um, the suspension and the clearance um, changes things. So the, it's actually got less clearance than my bike. Oh, does it really? The yeah. T7? Yeah. Oh, wow. And now you've seen the damage I've done to my uh, bash plate going yes, over. Yes, I have well, actually, yeah. You know, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my teeth are still rattling from it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, look, it's mm. a tough one. It is. I don't. I don't believe that they're going to make. No, they're not going to make a, a unicorn bike that we can all agree on because everybody's no. got. They ride in different places. They ride at different levels, um, and everybody's got their own little wants. Somebody wants. Yeah. You know this suspension. Somebody wants it to be. You know, have some TFT screen. Do you know? What? There's so mm. many things that go into it. Um, you, I believe the unicorn bike is what you, you build it for yourself. Yeah. You, and so this is the thing is that, um, when, yeah, we were talking about this episode, we we're saying, what well, what is the perfect bike that hasn't been built yet? In my mind, it was like, well, there are no, um, there are no adventure bikes that, um, that come off the, uh, come from the shop that, that's ready to go. You've got to modify them to suit your needs. Every every bike, everybody does every it. single bike. I know it's like it's like they're built for I don't know sixty five kilo Asians or something. I, I don't understand. Well, all the jack bikes come from yeah yeah yeah, and so they probably are. Yeah. Um, you know the gearing on the ten ninety. I was sure that was um, designed for for their um. What do they call them? The the freeways over there where you can go as fast as you like. The autobahn. The autobahn. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, geared way too high. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've got to modify every every bike we get anyway. Um, what I want, and that's that's now. So what we need to do is yeah. go. What can you? I can, I can't lay it out, but I think you can. You lay out what the unicorn, what you think the unicorn bike should be. So I think that it's it was going to be a um, something like a six ninety. I'd yeah. love to see. All right. Actually, let's just put, <laughs> let's just push the six ninety aside for a minute. I want to see a um, an XR six fifty. Yeah. I knew you were going here. Right. <laughs> that's um, that's fuel injected, electric start. Yeah. All right. Mm. Um, with a you know a modern engine, so you're going to be pumping out the same sort of power as a, as a six ninety. Where they where you can get on seventy horsepower, something like that. Yeah. Right. Um, with modern suspension, that would be perfect. Yeah. Because um, you really like that, but oh, I love that, it. It's that bike was just a temperamental bitch of a thing. No, it was. <laughs> yeah, like, you just. We, you know, I think that was Murray Sunset Pink. We, we did Pink Lakes. We were coming back. We had all that mud. There was mud building yeah. up everywhere. But uh, it just decided kicking that bastard yeah. over. And here yeah. I am on Max, and you just go zing zing. Well, squawk squawk yeah. with the, the uh... yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the old squawker, the old rooster. Yeah. yeah, that's something I'm most probably going to have to do is pull that bloody starter motor out and uh, put put some oil or grease or something in there. Yeah, that'll yeah. be something I'll do. But yeah, so you know, you were yeah, you were draining the bloody fuel. Oh, we're doing everything, we're doing we everything, could. and you know, and we're doing it hard. It's hot. 
Yeah, we're, and we're Dylan Sand. We pull up for it because Mark wants a cigarette. Yeah. And Alistair's going, fucking hell, I don't want to stop because I know it's going to happen. Yeah. But Mark has Just to have his start, cigarette. Yeah. Um, so we stop and then fucking kick, kick, kick. So it would eventually start in the desert. It yeah, of start. course it did. Yeah. But when we were coming back, um, no, sorry, this was a different trip. This was Little Desert when we were coming back. Mm. Remember we took that farm road and the mud. Oh, the mud. The mud was building up. And, you know, it was like that sticky, sticky horrible. Yeah, the clay, clay top. But um, it decided to stop working for whatever reason. Because it was raining. I remember it was raining too. Yeah, but... And we trailered think... trail there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's coming back to me. And I reckon it took us 45 <clears throat> minutes to get that frigging thing going again. Yeah. I mean, we tried it. We even tried towing and that didn't really work. I don't know how... Yeah, and I think we were exhausted because we're, we're coming back from um, from doing um, the we did the little desert, the full length that east to west, but it wasn't desert. No, it was it was mud and water, <laughs> river crossings. It was like nuts, and I'm, we're talking hundreds, we're hundreds of meters at a time of you know what a meter high water. Yeah, it was awesome. It was brilliant. It was an experience, absolutely brilliant. It um, was. Yeah, it made the sand easier. Yeah, yeah. It was like, holy shit, you know. A little bit scary too, it actually. It was, with cause the it water was, crossing, because you didn't know what was... Yeah, it yeah. was just... Um, and you couldn't just friggin' walk the whole way. It was straight after a huge rain event. I think uh, yeah. South Australia had lost power or something. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, let's go ride the desert, and holy shit, this ain't the desert. No. We <laughs> <laughs> need a boat. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the 690... Um, sorry, the 650, the XR650... That exact bike, the frame, but with better suspension. Um, I love the yeah. look of it. I love. I just love everything about it. But I don't want kickstart. It needs to be fuel injected. Yeah. Um, modern engines, you know, um, uh, the modern efficiencies, I guess, uh, would be great. Um, so I, then we come to the six. Sorry, go on. I was going to say, I rode uh, Big Marty. Marty's got the KDM. What's he got? Yeah, Big Marty. From Lang Lang. Hey Marty, if you're listening. Hey Marty, what do you got? What, what's he riding? Is... He's got that big KDM, and he, he's another guy. Oh no, Marty, yeah, yeah, Marty, it's a, yeah. It's a 1290. 1290. He's Sorry. another. He's another guy that just throws the shit out of these. He big really bikes. does. He yeah, does. He's I... like Big Ray. Yeah, like, yeah. Just crazy. Um, he's got an XR 650, but because right. he's a big bike, he's done all the suspension, and I took that out at Krusty Demon Pit. Mm. His son was doing the the geo stash out there, and I went for a ride on that. And man, the suspension on that—that that was I couldn't. <clears throat> yeah, it was like it was like it had high heels. It was that. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. So the like the XR650 compared to the DR650. The DR650 is a wet rag. Would yeah. You, so would I you mean, agree oh with yeah, that? for sure. Look, the, the DR650 <clears throat> is about. I think it's no, people are going to correct me, but it's, I think it's like um, two hundred forty millimeters of of. Um, travel, yep. suspension travel. Uh, might be more, might be two fifty, whatever it is. Yep. Anyway, the XR, um, you're pushing three hundred millimeters. Like it's, it's uh-huh. just a whole That's different a bit, thing. Yeah. Um, yep. And they're more yeah. powerful, aren't they? They've got more horsepower. Oh, you shit, think? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So, but given that 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 the XR is never going to be um, resurrected, and I'm certainly not prepared to spend however much money I'd have to spend to get. An XR, an XR into the condition I want. Yeah. It's just not feasible. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then we look at the six ninety. So why is not why is the KTM six ninety not the unicorn bike? 
I think there's a number. Yeah, well, you would. And I've think... ridden. I've ridden it. Kent's Kent's got the six ninety. Yep. I've ridden it. And, I mean, you were you were impressed with its power. I was impressed certainly. with it, but I wasn't impressed with how taut it was. See, Max taut. Is, taut uh, Max is comfortable. You hop yeah, on yeah, him yeah. and he, he's, he can, you know, he's comfortable. Yeah, so it's... It was the same as when I jumped on Marty's XR660. It's stiff. It's the same with um, Brad's, uh, what was, he's got the CRF400 or 450. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I jump, yeah. You jump from Max and you jump on one of those. It's like, whoa, you know, it's it's taut. Oh, and I it's... think there's a big difference between the 450 and a um, and KDM 690. Oh, of course. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is taut. Is it's and it, that's really good for when you're doing the gnarly stuff. You want that. You want that yeah. suspension. It's very tight. It's hard. I think yeah. I mean, even just um, the 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 small thin seat, the hard seat, yeah. and the um, yeah. and just how tall it is and and the 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 um the steering rake is is going to be in, you know the angle of the forks that's going to play a role. Yeah. There's a lot going on there, but um, I think for me, I think the the six ninety could potentially be um, the unicorn. It could be the dr six fifty, um, yeah. you know, the, as it is to you. Yeah. Uh, the the six ninety could be for me. And I disagree. Yeah, of course you do. Of course I do. <laughs> but like how that. much money do you need to get a 690 up to scratch to be, uh, for, for me anyway, to be comfortable to yep. do several hundred kilometres a day on the highway? Yep. Um, and, I, and I say to you, and Alistair. And maintain the... Uh, how old are you? Oh, 45. 45. How old are you, Mark? I'm 50... I don't know, 54, I think. Really? Okay. Yeah, 54. Yeah. So, you know, you've got limited lifespan. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Uh, not as limited as you. Why not? Yeah, no. no. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, is is this the thing? And I think, sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm going a bit fucking crazy here. I said that for the reason is that mm. if you bought the 690 and you yep. spent 10 grand on it and it became your perfect bike, well, that isn't that worth it, given that you've got a limited lifespan. <laughs> wow, well, that's just depressing now, yeah. isn't it? Um, yeah, no, fair call, fair call. Yeah. Look, and I've, I'm, I've, I've thought about that. So I don't know what what's a um, a six ninety worth, brand new, what twenty grand, something like that. Um, oh, really? That much? Oh, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. And so then you go and spend ten grand on it. Well, there's thirty grand. Well, I mean that's a car, you know. But yeah, I mean, buy a second hand one. I'm a, a lot of people. And I know I understand getting a new bike. It's great to get a new bike, but geez, you can save a lot of money getting a second. Not at the moment. I don't understand. Yeah, that, look, I, I think I think if I was to buy a second-hand bike, it. Oh, I just worry, particularly when people have modified them, right? And I've had this problem before: is you, you buy a bike that's been heavily modified, yeah. which seems great at the time, but then you realise, you know, they had a, I don't know. Mark Victor while he's drunk doing the work. No, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't mean that. Um, but yeah, no, you can get some dodgy stuff. It just seems like... Um, but if you pick up yeah, a, I... a, a KTM 690 that's got 5,000 Ks on it, someone bought it... I'll give you a very good example. Holmesy. Mm -hmm. Yep, Holmesy from Sunbury. Uh, Holmesy's Adventure or Camp Cooking... I can't remember yeah, what he yeah, calls yeah. his bloody so YouTube channel now. So he had the 790? No, no, he had the 690 and he did the hay run. Yeah, okay. 
And after the hay run, so that was a lot of, we did, you know, we did everything, mm. but there were sections where we did the long haul on those outback highways. Yeah, yeah. And now Holmes is, I don't know how tall, he's much taller than me, so he's way over six foot. He's a big dude. Yep. yep. And, and then he, what did he buy instead? That's right. He bought the 790. The 790, that's right. So he came away after doing that hay ride on a KDM 690 and went, this ain't the bike for me. Mm. I need to get a bigger bike. Yeah. And so that's my fear. Exactly. And that's why I say it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, if if I had unlimited funds, I'd go and buy a 690. We'd have one of everything. Well, yeah, no, no, but I know. But <laughs> yeah, it's just, all right, sorry, sorry. If unlimited funds, one bike, I would get a 690. I would spec it out to the way I wanted to make sure it's comfortable. Not only comfortable on the on the highway uh, for hours on end, but also still capable off-road. Yep. I'd be happy. That would be that would probably be my unicorn, but that's a $30,000 unicorn. Yeah. And then, but because I'd be worried, I'd, I wouldn't want to sell my 1090. So I'd have to keep that. If anything, I will be telling you, I'll be bashing you on the back of the head saying, Alistair, keep the keep 1090. The 1090, exactly, right? It's a brilliant bike for you. I know it is. I love it. I really yeah. do. And like I said, if I'm not tempted at all to replace it with the 890. I'm no, just not. No. Yeah. no. Certainly not re- tempted to replace it with the new, the, the 1290 either. I'm, I'm just... No. You need that. Like that. That's your adventure bike. Yeah, I love it. Straight up adventure bike. You need to get your... What do you call it? I need it? to scratch the itch, right? Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna land it's gonna land me in hospital, I'm sure. But yeah. I need that little bit more action, right? And I'm not prepared to do that on the big ass bike. No, you need to get a um, smaller bike that you can throw around in the tight, gnarly yeah. shit, yeah. and you have to accept that you're going to trailer that bike. Yes, on the big runs. Yes. So when we want to go do the high country, you go. We trailer. Oh, I'm not riding it. I'm going to chuck it in the trailer. We're going to pull up at sheep yard flats. Yep. Like we've done. Well, yeah, and we've done this before. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, the, the old, you know, trailer in your adventure bike. <laughs> oh, hey, but who gives a shit? I love camping off the bike. And so I like the idea of trailering the bike to an area or a region. Yep. Right? Then jumping on the bike, having all your gear, and then camping off the bike for as many days as you want. Um but you don't have to do all those highway kilometres. All the kilometres you're doing is all dirt. Dirt, yeah. yeah. Uh, with, with good riding, you know, yeah. um, so let's say the high country. Yeah. Um, my bike, the 1090, really, realistically, it's too big for the high country, for the sorts of tracks that we've done. Oh, we're the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, shit, you, yeah. Can, you can't take the, the 1090 across some of those places <clears> that have gone. No, I'm struggling the bloody DR650. It scares the goddamn crap out of me. And I haven't even done even, like, the one... What's the... Is a blue rag, Billy Gates, Bluff. Look, I, I they're, still they're actually, I don't think they're a problem. No. Uh, not, I haven't actually done them either. But, no, but from what I've seen, I don't think, I think they're quite doable on the uh, the 1090. Mm. It's the, it's the other, it's the smaller tracks that you, that you're not, you're not sure about and you give them a crack anyway. We've been on those tracks, you know, where there've been uh, logs across the road. We've had to drag right. our bikes under the logs. Yeah. Um, it's been so goddamn steep, you know, if you don't, um, be careful with the, the clutch you just you're flipping yeah. the, the bike and that's the thing too yeah so you're on the big bike <clears throat> the KDM 1090 and this is very steep mm. and you're going holy shit mm. alright I can get down this but what's 
if if you go down, you definitely got to go well, back up again. It's like in the if we can't If you can't get back up the other on, on there, you've then got to come back, and you got caught by yourself in yep. the very same predicament. So I was um, solo riding in the uh, Otways, uh, yep. and it was Christmas Day, right? Because I, <laughs> well, my wife and I had just separated, and it was Christmas Day, and I was like, you know what? Fuck this! I'm not, I'm not playing this whole family crap. I'm just, I'm going for a few days on the bike, yep. which I did, which was great. Yeah. But I was going down this track and it just kept on getting steeper and steeper. And by the time I realized that this is crazy, there's no way I could turn around. There was, I had no choice but to just keep on going. Yeah. And, um, and I thought, okay, well, at least I'll be able to, surely I'll be able to get up the other track, the, the other way. No. No. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was honestly prepared. I'd, I'd even caught, I had phone signal. I'd called um, my dad, actually, because he was around, and I said, just, I might be giving you a call to come and get me, yeah, you yeah. know? He was two hours away, but still. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and and so, look, and it's, it's I've got a video of a descent into madness, it's called. Yeah. Because <laughs> how many shots did it take you to get it? Because you, you did it a... So, so the the way I was going, the direction in which I was heading, I had I attempted that that hill climb several times yeah. and each time it just ended in disaster mind you I was very fatigued as well if i had have done that fresh oh yeah you know you know what i didn't do at no point i didn't take any pressure out of my tires oh i thought you were going to say you didn't have a cigarette that's that's what i do <laughs> no but i didn't you know i that would have helped Shit, yeah, without a doubt. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny um, how your brain just... Just brain stops working. Yeah. It was hot. I was fatigued. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I ended up going back up the way I came. And, and even that took you a few times. No, no, I only did that once. Oh, did there you? Was no, there was no second attempt on that. It was oh. all or nothing. I was either going to make that or I was going to oh, die. Right. Um, okay. I, I gave that bike everything. Yeah. And, um, and it's the steepest track I've ever done. I, the front wheel ended up in the air. And I'm I'm just leaning over the over the front right. wheel, just like hoping like hell I don't flip it and just you know yeah. and somehow at the same time popping my um you know dabbing my dabbing. foot down so I don't fall. I don't know how I I I, I made it and it was, I was so surprised that I made it. I had like tears in my eyes. I yeah. was just like holy shit. <laughs> Most of the guys listening that do the off road <laughs> stuff know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. It was awesome afterwards. I mean, it yeah, was just... Yeah, oh, the accomplishment at the, at the top of the hill. Just to get the courage up to actually... Because he had to go through a creek yeah. and then just fucking go, go for it. Yeah. And just to get the courage up was... <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you had, no, you had no choice. So if you had an out, you would have went, oh, we'll, we'll just go out this way. Yeah, well... Yeah, so that was good. It was not at the time, it's not good. But That's, you know what? If I had been on a 690... Yeah, you would have pissed it in. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Um, if I'd have had a DR650, I would just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Light her up. Yeah, yeah light her up. would walk away. Call a, ta- call a taxi. <laughs> yeah, but so... Um, so, we're straight there. So, the, why isn't the KTM 690 the unicorn bike? Why is people not going, this is it? I think because um, as it is, um, off the the um, uh, straight out of the shop, it's not anywhere near good enough for comfortable. 
long distance highway riding. Yep. So I've watched a few little things, people talking about it. And the only thing that I can can gather that people are saying is that it's too buzzy because it's a single cylinder. And if you if to to get rid of that buzziness, you've got to put in either a twin yeah a twin cylinder. So whether that's a yeah, twin, yeah. a parallel twin, or whatever, yeah. that'll take the buzziness away. But as soon as you go to a twin, then you go wait. Yeah. It, it, I you think can't it, get away from the weight. I think that buzziness is a big issue for a lot of people. It's mm. not for me. Yep. But then everyone's different. People complain about the ten ninety and the eleven ninety. Um, uh, because it's too hot on their legs. Oh, but they do that about the DR650. Fuck me. Yeah, I know. Harden the fuck up, people. But yeah, still. exactly. <laughs> you yeah. ride them too slow if the yeah, fucking your legs get too but hot. But people... Yeah, no, think, no. You know, yeah, um, I shouldn't say that. And so, the, so the, the buzziness could be an issue for a lot of people. For me, it doesn't... I don't care. Right, I don't yeah. care about the buzziness. It's all about, you know, if my hips are cramping up and I, I feel like I can't even crawl into the tent afterwards because I'm just that... Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah. That's and a I, problem. If you're on a road bike and you're getting buzzed, well, that's fair enough. You yeah. Should, on a road bike, you shouldn't be getting look, buzzed. I love riding on the road, but I'd never buy a sports bike. No, me either. Yeah, because it's just no. what I want that bit cramped up. Yeah, it's like the, the, the Royal Enfield GT. Have you, you haven't ridden the GT? No, no, I haven't. That's, that's a really cool bike, but it's that as soon as you, it doesn't take long. Two minutes, you're lent over, and it's it's the palms because yeah. the way you're hanging on, and you're, all that force is going into there. Obviously, yeah. you acclimatise to it. Your yeah. muscles, your hands get used to it. But man, I love that bike. Mm, mm. Brilliant bike. Don't know why I went there, but anyway. Oh, it sounded good. I was, yeah. <laughs> well, dropping dropping into like doing the twisties up up here. Oh yeah, yeah, it'd be great fun. Yeah, yeah, that's the best bike, and I've had some adventure bikes that drop into corners brilliantly, mm. even with their big wheels. Mm. But that uh, that GT is just for me, and I'm not big on the road bike scene. Yeah, but that was really yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a standout for me. So I think um, either I go and spend thirty grand on a on a um, on a, um, a KDM six ninety, you know, twenty grand plus. Plus mods and, and think think of the video spec it out the video series we could do. Alistair's KDM six ninety. Well, let's see if with this podcast go well, and then, then well, maybe, it, we'll, uh, exactly. maybe we'll, we'll see. That's it. Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm prepared. I, I'm I'm kind of prepared to sell my bike, and I don't know what I'd get no, for it. No, you can't sell it. And and um, and drop another ten on something. Mm. Sure, you know, but. Yep. <laughs> Talking about the podcast and making money, yeah. Obviously, we we haven't got it advertised, uh, monetized, or whatever. No, no. But just for the listeners that might find it interesting, I put it onto YouTube, and uh, YouTube has limited its <laughs> monetization due to, and I think it was. Don't say the word. No, no, I don't. This look, guys. <laughs> this podcast is me and Alistair being who we are, and if we say fuck, or we say gun, or say shoot shit up, or somehow we, I say we, yeah. getting raped by a koala, so I, we think that gun, or shoot shit up, and <laughs> I said rape in the last one, being 
you know, raped by somebody. Yeah. So somehow we were talking about rape and guns, and uh, we got them monetized. And it was, yeah, <laughs> and this is the problem. It's an algorithm that doesn't oh. put it into context. Yeah, because this is all just good, wholesome fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, like I was saying to Alistair, if those words come up or we say that shit, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I think this is more important for the community. As long as it doesn't affect your um, channel, the Biker Bits YouTube no. channel as a whole. That's, no. That's what I would be worried about. Yeah, and look, the last, I think we've got 2,400 views on the yeah. last podcast. Um, that's not that's not hurting the channel. Yeah. 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 So it might be just the first one. We'll see how this goes. See what happens. Um, yeah. But this is real. This is not edited. This is just us this is talking not, like we, yeah. We're not um, holding ourselves back. No, no. So I'm smoking, obviously, because I'm a smoker. I'm vaping because I'm a vaping. <clears throat> we're drinking because we're We're drinking, alcoholics. not because we're drinking, <laughs> we're drinkers, but... Mm. The old a, Ned does mm, go down well. I tell you what, I am actually really enjoying this. And the last drink I had was last week on our last podcast. Exactly the same for and, me. And... Um, I'll buy a bottle of that that'll last me for for months sometimes. Yeah. But I'm now starting to th- sorry. Yeah, go on. Yeah. I'm now starting to think I don't need to take the Jim Beam cans. No, right. I could very well have yeah. the flask I know, with right? just the straight. I've never That's gonna save me weight. Yeah, there's an adventure riding tip. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because just... normally because you do that, you bring the, uh, See, I'm, I have a slight you know, um, Pepsi Max addiction. Slightly. Um, Guys, there's Shout out to Pepsi slightly. Max. <laughs> <laughs> New sponsor of the show. <laughs> Where's your can? It's over there. I've got a can over there, yeah. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so I actually, um, I generally have Pepsi Max with the spirits, with the bourbon. Yeah. And, um, but I go through so much Pepsi Max doing that. Whereas I, I like to be able to sip on Pepsi Max while I'm out on the ride. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so you've done that before where you've brought your flask of stuff mm. and you bring the two litre of yeah, and Pepsi I'll, I'll, Max. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 we'll just, as we were saying, I don't care about the whole monetization bullshit. From time to time, um, it may be or may not have been that you've brought something else. My employers might be listening to this, Mark. Fuck. That's yeah. all right. No, Coke. I, I'm talking about Coca-Cola. Oh, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola. yeah. No, fuck that. <clears throat> I am actually a fan of occasionally having a, a little bit of weed. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> Where were we? I don't know. And it was a vape. It was, a, it was the vape one that you had No, that yeah, time. but that was shit. Yeah, no, I know. I know, that was, was shit. It? So, was it? But, then we, but then I was like, I'm not, I'm not messing around with this that stuff. That was always... We found that little green grassy with the pond. That was the best campsite. We're talking about probably about an acre of land, all lush green grass, clearing amongst the 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 forest. The forest. Um, Yeah, we're talking big ass, huge trees. Which is different to what we're normally because we're all in Bendigo and in our area. It's all dry (coughs) and horrible. Dry. Well, I wouldn't say dry and horrible. I mean, I like it. Dry and rocky and horrible. Yeah, but. Yes, true. But I'm a person that when I see big, wide open spaces, desert, yeah. that just spins my wheels. But oh, I love the desert. But too. then when we get in, because we're used to that type yeah. of stuff, then when we get down the old ways, which is down closer to the coast, you know, the bottom of Australia, yeah, uh, Melbourne area, it's big. Yeah, it's it's forest. It smells. It's it's yeah. dark. 
green. That's that was literally probably the best campsite I've ever. That's been. a big call, you know. I know, but it's a big call. The grass was so soft and so it was thick that yeah. um, yeah, it was. You wouldn't have even need a, you a sleeping slept, mat. You could have slept on the slept grass. On the grass. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, that and that time we didn't have the um, the vape. Um, oh, wasn't it? No, no. That oh. time we had the, uh, the we, we we went old school, and uh, Mark had uh, one one toke on it, and he was. He was off with the fairies. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> when I do that, if I have too much, my head, the sensation that I get is my head gets heavy and I have to lay down. Yeah, you were, I remember, because you were um, just like, oh man, I've got to lay down, I've got to lay down. So you were laying down in your tent. Yeah, I had it um, all open. And yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm still sitting by the campfire, you know, just chilling out. And yeah. you're still talking to me, sort yeah. of. <laughs> <laughs> in the tent, yeah. That's yeah. funny, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Try so, it every now and then. How did we get onto that topic? I don't know, but we'll get off it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, the KDM 690, closest that we think it can be a. I think that's a close, for, for me, and I think for a lot of people, it's the closest you can get, but it's, um, it's a, I, I would say it's a big investment to get it up to scratch. So let's go. <clears throat> All right, so now we go to the T700. Yeah. As the unicorn, I know you're rolling your know. eyes Look, every time. You know I why say I, this. I roll my eyes? Why? Because I was excited about it, and oh. they and they let me down. Really? Yep. Because it was how many years? It was like mind you. Look, I'm being a bit harsh because because you are. I, I mean, I've only ridden it once, and that was probably for what ten minutes. Oh, I, okay. Um, yeah. Whose was that? Was that Pete's? That was Pete's. Shout out to uh, Hi, Full Pete. Pelt Pete. Full Pelt Pete, mate. <laughs> um. Oh, I remember. At, that's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you lost your. Um, you like? You really liked I it? I did. I loved it. Yeah. It felt light. I mean, it was it was light handling. It was comfortable. It had enough power for me. Yeah. Um, Granted, that was only on a back road. Exactly. Yes. Right. Right. So, okay. how's that going to perform off road in the in the snotty stuff? Right. You've only got two hundred millimeters of suspension. You've got less gl- ground clearance than. Than the 1090. Oh, so hang on. Less ground. Oh, so it's less than the 1090. Less than the 1090. Oh, okay. All right. Now I'm starting to see it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, I, as awesome as it seems to be, I wouldn't replace the 1090. Oh, shit, no. Right. And is the T700 <clears throat> too close to the. It's not really. Well, look, it's only 27 kilo lighter. Oh, so there you now, go. T- mate, I've, this I've, is. I've, mate, I've. I've taken craps bigger than that, for fuck's yeah. sake. Like, <laughs> come on, 27 kilos, nothing. Yeah. Oh, so it is still close, so close. Yeah. Now, if it was 160 kilo, sold, well, yeah, all right? exactly. Sign me up. And what is, sorry, remind me again, what is the KDM 690? Uh, there's, the KDM 690, let's actually, let's get this right, yep. because um, the KDM 690, um, dry, that's... Um, yeah, 139 kilo. Yep. Now, there's, I reckon there's 10 kilo in that. Easy from that, that heavy-ass exhaust and all the emissions crap that you're going to rip out and throw away. Yep. Right. You've got to be careful. This is the, So you were saying that, yeah, uh, Kent. So we've done some video footage mm. of ripping out a lot of that shit out of Kent's bike. You didn't um, weigh it all, though, did you? Right? You didn't weigh it. it when, no, no, we didn't weigh it. That would have been good to but see. But Kent did come into some problems. 
Oh, so did he? doing all that stuff. Oh, okay. The bike started chewing petrol astronomically uh, to the point where it was an issue. How did he rectify that? He, I don't know whether he's fully rectified it. And look, Kent might be in We sh- need we to should. get Kent yeah. in here as a guest, um, a guest person. To have a bit of a chat. We should actually about. go for a ride with Kent at some yeah. point again. Soon. Yeah, he's. I know there's but, a guy in Queensland that does a dongle. Yeah, so look, I know there's some dongles on the market. I don't know if you, if Kent used the uh, replacement plug-in bits when he took all the bad bits out. Yeah, and I don't know. I'm he not, does. Uh, I'm, um, Kent. Yeah, so there's a dongle. And there's also Simon. So Simon. Simon's another crew member. Okay. Yep. And Simon's, Simon's got a. Um, KDM 690. Mm. So they've both got 690s and they're doing this and that. And I think Simon's getting the big, uh, what do you call it, the the Dakar oh, yeah. fucking thing, which costs the, thousands of dollars. And that's ra- the other thing. The rally tower. As soon as of. you talk about Power Ranger bikes, which is KTM, um, you know, <laughs> any modification that you want to do to it, it's going to cost you big bucks. Mm. <clears throat> So yeah, so Simon's. So we need to get Kent in here. Yeah, we and do. Really we talk do. about some of the modifications that he's done to it. Well, let's let's just, let's put the emission stuff aside then. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's say we just we're just taking the the exhaust. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to save four kilo just on the exhaust yeah. by we're swapping in that any, with something in any bike. In any bike, without yeah. a doubt. You know. So then you're talking about okay. Well, then you're talking about 135 kilo. Now that's that's a sweet spot. That's that's because now sure you're going to add on a couple of kilo for for bits and pieces and then you're going to have extra fuel and all that <clears> crap. But we're just talking about dry weight here. Um, I reckon I think talking about unicorn bikes that 130 to 150 kilo range is the perfect range uh, in, in weight for the compromise between performance and stability. Yeah. So stability on the highway and performance. On the on the dirt. So you're saying if you've got a bike that's 150 kilos, it's going to be stable on the bike on the on the road. Uh, uh, now ass- I'm going to call bull. No, no, I'm going to call on. bullshit. Hang on. Assuming <clears throat> assuming the suspension's right. Assuming the you know everything else is yeah. You, you know. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because I was going to call bullshit because you've been on a DR650 and you don't want to fucking ride it. That's because they're shit. <laughs> All the way to Whipperfeld, so we can do the hard shit. You want to trailer it? Yeah, but I but because of that, it's and I believe it's it's the pure weight. It's the it's the weight of the bike that defines that highway riding. So yeah. So what I'm saying is, if you're above, and for you, for me, it doesn't matter because I'm different. But for you. I think it's got to be 180 or higher to be okay for you on the highway. Well, see, I don't know. And this is the thing. I mean, yep. you might be right. Yeah. Um, Unless suspension pays a different... And I don't think it does. No, it's not just about suspension. It's about comfort for your butt, right? It's yep. about a good seat. It's yep. about the... But I think more importantly, it's about the distance between your ass and your feet. Yeah. Right? So, so to have more space there, um, I think helps a lot. Um, so I, I felt cramped on the on the DR six fifty. Yeah, I right. see a challenge here. Yeah, and it's a very costly one. <laughs> it's a very co- <laughs> exactly right. Because what you're saying is that if we get a KTM mm-hmm. six ninety for Alistair, mm-hmm. 
everybody's going to put money into a fund. We're joking here. Don't do that. <laughs> no, don't um, do that. <clears throat> well, actually. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Well, that's not what we're about. Um, and if we put a, a comfortable seat, now I don't care whether it's a fucking um, a recliner chair on it. Mm, mm. All right. And so it's really comfortable to sit on. And we put risers on it. We put lowered pegs on it if that's what you need to get that yeah. that that distance. And it doesn't change its weight that you're going to be comfortable on it. I don't believe that that's... Well, yeah, look, I don't know. And this is... this is In the end, this is why I bought the 1090 over the 690. Yeah. Right? It, because I made the decision at the time. So, so you so, were looking at the 690? Oh, hell yeah. Was that back when they had the rocket problems? Yeah, no, that didn't... That No, because, because the rocket problems had been resolved. Right, okay, yeah. Um, this was 2017. Yep. When I bought the, the 1090. Yep. So no, I, I was um I was seriously I was torn between the two bikes, and I still am, and I and I th- and I'm really happy with the 1090. Yeah, I don't know how happy I would have been with the 690. I, I might have been wrapped. It might have been better than the 1090, because I could go and do those tracks that I can't do on the 1090. Yeah. I don't know. That's it, where it's it... a risk. It's a it's like I said. It's a twenty thirty thousand dollar risk. And, and yeah, that's right. Yeah. that's it. But I think I know you better than. You know yourself. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. So uh, I think the KDM 1090 is a You would, between the 690 and the 1090, you would definitely keep the 1090 yeah. without so, a doubt. So putting all this um, unicorn bullshit aside, yep. right, this is where I stand right now. Right. Yep. Um, short of, you know, coming into, you know, um, an extra, you know, a few tens of thousands of dollars, right? Where I stand right now is uh, I think I'm going to keep the 1090 um, and get myself probably something like a KDM 500. Yeah, and that's that's brilliant. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, right. That's what you need. Yeah, probably just rec reg it. Yeah. Right? Um, I don't have a desire to ride it on the road. Uh, I can trailer it or chuck it in the ute wherever I want to go. you know, and, and look, if we're out um, in the middle of bloody nowhere, who's, the cops aren't going to care if I've got a rec reg bike um, and I and we go into a small town for, no, for a fee. Not out, They're not going to give a not shit. Not out the back, um, no. for, for people who don't know, because um, rec reg is actually fairly unique to Victoria, yep. rec reg is um, you can register your motorcycle so that it can be driven on dirt roads um, and on minor sealed roads as long as you're going to dirt roads. Um, you can't go on the highway. There's a certain number of rules around it. The, yeah, <clears throat> it gets a little bit confusing. It does. And um, it, but the difference in price, before you explain it, is like $80 a year compared to $650 a year. Yeah, it's a big, big, big difference. Yeah. Uh, I think the easiest way to look at Reg Rich is that if the road is marked 80 kilometres or less, you can't be on that road. You if can't. It is, you cannot be on that road. I thought so it was the other way around. No, no, no. If it's 80, 70, 60, we're talking kilometres yeah. or less, you cannot be on that road. It must be 100 k's or unmarked. Oh, okay. The, the reason why they say that is because you can cross a highway. We can go down a little bit down a highway and back onto the track. Yep. But they don't want you um, screaming around... Um, 
you don't want to be here in Bendigo in, on in, in the, in the 60k zones. Fair call. Or just the outer where it's yeah. 80k's. Either way, you know what? An old bloke, <clears> you know, well, not old, a 45-year-old dude on a wreck rage bike going into well, some little town in the middle of nowhere, I don't think cops are going to care. They're not going to care. Yeah. Yeah, if I've learned anything, and with the with the two boys, Matt and Brody, yeah, um, yeah, you're having the peas and the and the the utes and all that kind of their their cars, um, a pea plate is just a siren for cops because <laughs> yeah. they had so much issues. I know Matt Nay bought a pea plate, and now Matt's a painter, mm. and she bought the pea plate that had the little splashes of paint all the way around it. So it was cool looking. Yeah, yeah. And he got pulled over, and the cop measured this fucking plate, pea plate. It was, it was most probably one or two centimeters shorter than the official size. Yeah. And he got done. Okay, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm sorry if this goes on your YouTube channel, but any cop that does that is a fucking asshole. Exactly. Right? I, I, I totally agree. And uh, he should just put <clears throat> his badge aside and come see me for five minutes. Yeah. Because he just be slapped around. That is bullshit. Yeah, absolutely, and it is absolutely bullshit. So Nay ended up paying <clears throat> paying the fine because she gave yeah. him. But it happens. It happens so much. That but sort of silliness. Both both Matt and Brody have been. Yeah. Not, they're not on the P's. They never get pulled over anymore. Yeah. Nothing's changed. Look, I understand. I understand the P platers are, are a risk. You know, yeah. they're more likely to be drinking. They're more likely to be on drugs or just doing stupid shit. I yeah. get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But come on, coppers, just be fair and reasonable. Mm. How do you get society to trust and appreciate yeah. what they are Yeah. when shit like... You, you, straight up, from an early age, yeah. you're, t you're, you're teaching people to go, you're assholes. Now, I, granted, I have never, ever had a bad policeman. Now, from all my years, from when I was a kid, you know, Driving. Actually, that's that's a fair <clears throat> comment. I should say I haven't either. Yeah. Right. And so mm -hmm. maybe, you know, it it pisses me off when um, when authority figures use their power um, mm. unfairly. Yeah, and they're um, out there. They're out there. They're not everybody. But I ha I will have to say I haven't. I personally, uh, and I've been in trouble with it with the police. You know. Yeah. Whatever, getting tickets or whatever. I've never had a cop that was unreasonable. No. Um. But they do exist. They exist. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the it's the same old thing. It's the minority that spoil it for the rest. So yeah. those uh, those shitty coppers that are out there, yeah. they fuck it over for all the other they put a bad They give they give Guys, we bloody uh, sorry, we had a technical issue. Um we're talking on the microphone, sorry. Yeah, we, we were uh, talking too much. So, as you know, guys, this is only our second one. We've apparently fixed the uh, the, the, the battery. The battery, because yeah. we've got the power into it. Is yeah, the power so still into it? No, it's not. That's all right. We've got power. Well, we, so the last episode, we had an issue with uh, the camera overheating. Yep. And the battery life. Yeah. We've solved the battery issue. Yep. We've solved the overheating. Yep. It appears. And now we're running out of battery. Uh, and now we ran out of memory. Memory, but we can—that's an easy fix. So I think well, we're talking about the police and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, but I think I think as long as we we captured the fact that we were saying, look, most cops are reasonable. Yes. Um, it's the just there's a few rotten apples and they ruin it for everyone else. Exactly. That's it. All right. Cool. So to wrap this up, mm -hmm. um, 
so our our resolve is that there is no unicorn bike no it's not ever going to be made for us and we're never going to be satisfied correct um so what we have to do is um buy the closest bike that we believe that we can build to our own unicorn bike yeah i'd actually like to i was going to mention when we talk about weight yep it's easier to add weight than to take it off yes so yes. yeah of course right yeah. so if you got a lighter bike and then spec'd it up to what would suit you what you you are prepared to, to handle on the highway for stability mm-hmm. right if you add if, if you if you get a um a KDM 690 and then you add 10 kilo to it or 20 kilo to it, it's not going to make, you know, it's going to no. be okay. Yeah. You may not want to do that to a um, uh, 200 kilo bike. No, but the problem, <laughs> so, and this is where you've got to choose the correct bike to be, or the platform The bike. platform to build on, <clears throat> yeah. You know, we're talking about subframes and, you know, sub, subframes, some are better than others. Yeah. You know, so I said before about the T7, how you know, if it was 20 kilo lighter, yep, it's never going to be 20 kilo lighter, you're just not going to be able to take that much weight off it. No, um, I mean, what it what can you take off it? It's the exhaust is the first biggest thing, yeah, that's really, I mean, what else? So there might be some savings in the airbox, maybe, or some, um, some there, there might be a charcoal filter you can throw away, but you're talking, um, you're not talking big. You're not talking kilograms, are you? No, I mean, the charcoal filter on the 1090 was um, pushing a kilo, maybe. Yeah? Yeah. It, oh, okay. Mate, um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe half a kilo. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know. But anyway, it's so much easier to put weight on uh, for comfort and for performance than to take it off. Take it off, yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. So, in the end, I'm just going to keep my 1090 and uh, buy KTM 500. KTM 500, so that's it, is it? I think so. What are the KDM five hundred? What EXC or EXC? Yeah. EXC. yeah. Um, and look, I may adventurise it a little bit and uh, and consider well, the whole camping off it. Um, yeah. Except this hasn't been a consideration before, but it is now because prices are going re- stupid high. Luggage. Oh. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just to my uh, my. Um, Great Basin, Giant Loop Great Basin or whatever is too big for a KDM 500. So I would have to go to something like the um, Giant Loop uh, Coyote. Yes. Or another another setup. Yeah. I'm still looking at a thousand dollars to set that up. I know, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Just for luggage. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Garbage bags and canvas army bags. That's your cheapest option. Mate, I'm I'm not riding a DR650, okay? <laughs> you got to stick with the look, isn't it? That's it. Yeah, you got a you got a KTM, the old Power Ranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. No, I, I I hear that. No, Nelson Rig's pretty good. Yeah, actually, I've been looking they're at that. They're pretty it's, cheap, and they're is, good, really good quality. They seem to be reasonably priced compared to everything else. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it's like in other countries, like in the US. I think it's probably still affordable for the, the main Wolfman Giant Loop or whatever. But here in Australia, particularly we've only got one supplier. Yep. And um, <clears throat> shout out to Adventure Moto. I yep. think they're screwing us. Yes. I was gonna say, what are you doing? <laughs> shout out. They are. They're screwing us. They are screwing us. But granted, this is the problem that if anybody's from America, 
see America's wages are less than our wages so then the things that you buy over there are cheaper but the the, the fundamental the yeah. fundamental problem with Australia is the US dollar we are yeah. higher and the freight to get it from there Look, to here is that's a fair point some people yeah. are going to say oh don't don't bash you know adventure moto they're probably yeah yeah um fair cool they're going to make a profit yeah. Uh, of course. It could just be it could just be that. It could be the exchange rates that are screwing us. Either way we're getting screwed. We are, without a doubt. Yeah. But if you keep fucking buying that shit, we're gonna keep getting screwed. There's a there's a and point there's too. a lot of people that are out there that see the Chris Birches and, you know, people like that. You know, the the in the in yeah, things that I mean, people look up to and they see them using these products, hence why they get the shit. Mind you, right. Um when did we meet? How long how many years ago did we meet? Oh. two well, the first ramble was two thousand and four were you on the you weren't at the first ramble? It was two thousand and fourteen. Not the very I think I was in the next year's ramble, two thousand and fifteen. Yes, right. So, so that's, that's seven seven years. Yep. Okay, so I've had my Mojave giant loop Mojave bag. Yep. Um, yeah, the day bag. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> for that long. Yep. And how many, you know, I've come off the bike so many times. I put so much stuff in there, you'd think it's going to burst at seams. It's still literally as good as new. And that's the same with the Wolfman bag yep. that I've got. 2013. Yeah. When we, when me and Ken did the Simpson Desert. Yep. And so you certainly come off, off a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. So um, look, it's, been it's through the good ringer. quality gear. Yeah, damn, but I expensive. tell you what, rig gear. When you look, when I look oh, at rig gear, it's the same and stuff. I compare it to my Wolfman, same quality. I bet your balls yeah. that they're going to last just as much. Yeah, no, I'd believe that. I'd say it's the same quality. And um, even the what is it? The heart something off eBay. I think I know Holmesy runs those bags. On the on the KDM, they they've got that blue infinity type sign on it. Okay. And even those look like I'm always when I see new bags and different brands, yeah. I'm there touching <clears throat> them, and looking at them and go, and I'm comparing it to the Wolfman because I know the Wolfman fucking. I tell you what, yeah, I tell you what, there was a brand, um, Third Gear, you know Third, Third Gear, Gear, yes, they were selling it years ago. Yep. And I can't remember the actual brand, but that stuff. <clears throat> Is as good a quality, but is it was dirt cheap at the time. Yeah, and now you can't get it. Um, I don't know what happens to that stuff. And what I, and I can tell you what happens because being with um, biker bits and obviously the shop where we buy stuff, so yeah. we can buy stuff. It, something comes out and they put it up dirt cheap. Yeah, you buy it, you test it, it works brilliant. You put it up for sale, and you go shit, it sells, cool. Let's buy some more. You go back and hey presto, the price has gone skyrocket. Yeah, okay. So, a new company with a new product, they discount it. Yeah. To get it out there, when it works, then they put the... So then they can start making a profit. Here's a question for you. Is this going to happen with uh, Nelson Rig? Is it Nelson Rig? Nelson it, Rig, yeah. Is that the brand? Yeah, yeah Nelson Rig. Yeah, so they, they haven't been around that long, have they? I wouldn't. Well... So what happens they when they... They've probably been around for a long time, but they haven't been at the forefront yeah so what happens when they become popular because of their price point and it's good quality gear do they start putting it up of course they do because they've got to make money 
Yeah, but the problem, the thing yeah. I think where Nelson Rig wins is because they have the quality and the price point. If they go and put their price point up with all the other mm. guys, then they're not going to win because yeah. everybody wants to have cre- those that, that think that way. They yeah. want the Krieger, they want the Wolfman, they want the, <clears throat> what's the one that you have? Giant Loop. Giant Loop. Yeah. Because it's the name. It's what Chris Birch is using. It's what, you know. So I, I actually think for businesses, um, a long-term strategy, and I mean proper long-term, 10 years, 15 years, yep. is to actually maintain that reasonable price point and not to um, to try and um, profit on the popularity. Because you know what? Wolfman and Giant Loop, they will be replaced. Yeah, yeah. Guaranteed, because yeah. they're so expensive. Yeah. At some point, a Nelson Rig is going to come along and they're going to take their market share. Yeah, because I love the Wolfman. They work. Yeah. They've, they've, they've lasted more than longer than what I ever expected, given what I've put it, put it through. Yeah. But if I was to go out and buy again, I'm not going to pay the same money now, no. and they've gone up. Those two bags you've got, I was checking them out the other day, $1,000. Yeah. And I and I think I paid like six hundred dollars for the two saddlebags, but that included the Gen Two, um, the what do you call it? The mounts, the actual frame. The frame, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. bought it as a whole oh, yeah. kit and caboodle, so it's like far out. Yeah. Um, so I would, if it was me, I would then I'd be going now for Nelson rig. Mm. See, a little thing that plays in for me. Like, I wouldn't buy the the Hut eBay one. I would buy the eBay one if they had a cool design on it. I know that's nuts. Yeah. You know, no, bag, that's, that's fair enough. Out, bag me out. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. But I go, for a, I go for a particular look. And my look is utilitarian. Yeah. See, for me personally, I mean, I know I buy some fancy shit sometimes. Yeah. But I don't actually care about the brand name. I care about the quality. Yep. Um, so for me, Giant Loop um, provided what exactly what I wanted. Yeah. And so I I've bought a couple of those bags now, a Coyote, which I've now gotten rid of, which was a mistake, uh, yep. and the Great Basin. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So, it, but it's not because it's Giant Loop. It's because it's just good quality stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'd happily go for a cheaper product. If it, if it if it was available meets my needs and yeah yeah yeah. So we got way off the track. We there. we really did. That's a that's a whole nother episode, Mark. Exactly. What's going to be our next episode? Because I'm really oh. enjoying this. Oh, so am I. I yeah. mean, who cares about the listeners? I mean, this is actually good. It's yeah, good just us talking. Yeah. yeah. Um, look, we've got a few ideas. You had a, I, I don't. Oh, it'd be really honest. great if we could actually tell the guys what we're going to bloody talk about. It would about. be, wouldn't it? You put me on the spot. I know. Um, but you, but you I do, do that have... while you're doing that. I'm going to put in the old sponsor. Yeah, yeah, sponsor you do thing. the sponsor so... stuff. <clears throat> <clears throat> so obviously, the Biker Bits YouTube channel is sponsored by um, Essendon Motorcycles and Mowers. If you're after a Royal Enfield, getting your bike serviced or mechanical work, or you're after some great bloody lawn mowing, fucking whippersnipping, whatever, Husqvarna shit, go and check them out. They're in Essendon. I think it's officially Nidri, just off the uh, the, colder, the colder freeway there. Or I don't know what freeway they call it. But anyway, and of course, um, everybody knows the Jay Leno's Garage Australia. Um, 
also sponsors the channel and you know does a Nev does a lot for this channel. Trust me, he in he does contract work for me, keeps money coming in oh, yeah. that way. He's a he's awesome. He's bloody giving free shit away all the time. And the products are good. boy uh, uh, you can't argue. I mean Jay Leno's putting his fucking name on it. He doesn't have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have to. And I know, I mean, I've got a shitload of wall of bloody all their products. And they do. They work bloody great. Actually, see, I'm a tight ass, right? And so... And there's nothing wrong with being a tight ass when it comes to it. shit like that. Yeah, but I have a particular issue with my car and yep. uh, about the paint. And I'm going to... Yeah, I well, might actually up, borrow something. There. Yeah, I know. John, <laughs> I John bought a new car. <laughs> yeah. He got a new car. He got rid of his old Ford and he's gone to Holden, which he's saying he's gone to the bloody dark side and he's a bit unsure. But I really like the car that he's got. I can't yeah. remember what model it was. Um, and it just needs a tidy up. I said, John, bring it around, man. I've got all the fucking products yeah. here. We'll fucking do it. Yeah, so big shout out to uh, So Jay shout Leno out to and, yeah, yeah. Essendon Motorcycles, which is Noel and the team down there. Um, they're, they're great guys. Look, if you go, if you happen to be down there, just mention Biker Bits and they will give you a friggin' sticker whether you buy something or not. Um, yep. And if you're buying something, they will definitely look after you. They're good guys. Um, and of course, yeah, Jay Leno's which is uh, Nev. Yep. And I'm excited tomorrow that that GT650... Yeah. Is, we're going to find out who won it. Oh, that's tomorrow. So me and Nev are going to find out if we're going to have an adventure going to Western Australia or the so North. You, you really want it to be someone in like Northern Queensland, Northern Territory, Western Australia. Just, you want that just, road trip, don't just you? Just quietly, I do want that road trip. I think yeah, it would be yeah. really cool. Yeah. So when you lose tomorrow... Just think about maybe it's because you live too close to Mark. Yeah. Well, I tell you, dude, we can't. We can't no, fudge I know. it. I, I, yeah, I, the, the, the data got sent through yeah. to T-PAL, which is in Sydney, and the door gets done tomorrow in their office. Yeah, so, so it's definitely been done properly. Absolutely. All, all we had to, yeah. 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 No choice. Um, I'm, I'm trying to find a topic, the one topic that we could talk about. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I, I don't know. My brain's not working. Um, I mean, I've got, I've highlighted maybe three different smaller topics. You just read some out and I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to hit it on the head. Okay. So, um, now this might seem like a silly topic, tire selection. Tire selection. Because everybody has talked about this to death. I know, but I have stuff to say on it. Oh, do you? Yeah, I do. All right. Um, So that could be a good one. Yeah. Um, there could be also, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, I know. Right. Managing risk. Right? How do we, how do we, um, out there in the bush, adventure riding? How do we like stay alive, not kill ourselves, not injure ourselves? How do we just be safe? Yeah. Um, okay. So can fun? I just quickly just you touch, shit on I'm that? You touch, shit on no, that. no, I'm gonna no. <laughs> I've, I've got a beef with that. Okay. So risk assessment is very important. Yep. Um, but it pisses me off to no ends. Like I'll do a, I've done a video on the former boots, say the adventure boots. Now I previously run the Terrain, MX Terrain, which are way more, yep. you know, and so you get these comments, oh, you know, if I can just oh, bend gonna, them over and... Oh, fuck. Look, that's you why... You know I what I mean? Said, this is yeah. the thing, it's risk assessment for each individual. Exactly. That's why I said managing risk. It's not eliminating risk. It's managing it. It's right? managing it, As yeah. per what your threshold for risk yeah. is. And people, stop looking with fucking blinkers, you know, like a racehorse. You've got yeah. blinkers on. Because you may as well just the um, spectrum is lock wide. yourself in a padded cell and just stay there if you're that worried. I know. That's the thing. If, right. you, if you're that worried, why the fuck are you riding a motorbike? Exactly. Just don't ride a motorbike. Exactly. Ro- drive in a car, in a mm-hmm. cage. Mm. 
Yeah. So that yeah. All right. So what else, guys? Well, I don't know if I should have said that one yet. Yeah. Um, riding in a group. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Don't be a dick. How to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. um, some of the, the benefits, some of the challenges. Yep. Maybe. Yeah. No. No. I I can so and I'll touch on that too. There are, I, and I noticed just with the, some of the guys that we ride, they're not used to riding with groups and just the line, the lines that you know how well in my yeah. eyes that riding as a on a cruiser, when you ride, you someone's on the left, someone's on the right. If that guy in front of you mm -hmm. changes to the right, then you, you change, change yeah. to the left. You should always never be directly behind somebody. You know the da the most dangerous experiences I've ever had on a motorcycle have been doing a goddamn Christmas run. Yes, yeah, the yeah. toy run. The toy run. When you've Better got go hundreds run, of motorcycles all going down the highway, because <clears> we're going to go and pick up some toys or something. Everybody's yeah. showing off. Yes. Like, yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake! Look at my it's, dick. It's that. Big. Yeah, it's so yeah. dangerous, and um, and uh, yeah, I've I've I've, n I've seen a few offs. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're a great thing to do. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, 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 yeah definitely. But, but just yeah. don't be a dick. So there's there's a lot, yeah, a lot in that one. Um, and you know, maybe like, um, well, I don't know. You put me on the spot. I've got a whole list here. I've got like thirty. I know you emailed me. You sent a text yeah. from a whole shitload. Um, you know, and some of them now that I'm reading them, it's like some of these are crap. Yep. Um, you know, we could talk about our. Yeah, you know, crash experiences, near miss experiences. There's a whole lot there. We, could, I mean, there's a whole episode. Yep. Um, but yeah. All right. So we we'll look. We're not locking anything in. No, let's not lock anything in. But stay tuned, because I'm sure we'll have something. We will. Yeah, and of course we'll go off topic and no doubt and whatever. Uh, Rightio, guys. So I'll just quickly say that. So you can watch watch this on Spotify and listen to it. You can listen to it now on. The Apple 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 iPod. What was the other one? Google Google, Google Podcast. Just just Google's now picked it up, mm -hmm. and hopefully I'll get uh, the next one. I'll do is Stitcher. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. There's a whole whole list of them, but yeah. And of course, we'll whack this on YouTube. Yep. Regardless of them, whether they bloody demonetize us or whatever. Yeah, and let us know what you think too about us talking crap about. Um, non-motorcycle related topics that you might um yeah is that gonna is that gonna bore the shit out of you guys or i don't i don't i don't think for some it might um but this this is the thing with the the one continuity that the people that watch and join in it's motorcycles yes that's what joins you and yeah. me together yeah um but we have things outside of that yeah you're very political type. Yeah, no, we don't have to get into politics, but but no, there no, might no. be something that's that's interesting that um that or that we can talk about. It could be camp camping in general. It could be four wheel driving. It could be yeah. Um, well, obviously, camping motorcycles. Mm. Well, looking at the 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 YouTube channel. Yeah. And man cave and see man cave is all encompassing. Because man cave obviously is yeah. any shit around this bike but yeah. HQ. Yeah. So we won't Which do anything tomato man plants. cave related because we're not going to do tomato plants. No, definitely. We're not going to do tomato. <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't talk no, about those plants. No, let's, no, 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 let's no, no, not okay. talk about right. that. Cool. I'll, anyway, I'll, I'll take a last swig of the old Ned. So we're drinking Ned straight. 40%. I'll give you a cheers there. Cheers, mate. Beauty. 
down the hatchet. Oh. I really. I'm actually. I'm enjoying that. Really enjoying that, and I'm really enjoying this podcast. So I hope everybody else is enjoying. Yeah, yeah, it. definitely. Yeah, yeah, because um, I think it's good for the soul, for at least you and me. For and sure. if anybody else can get that feel out of this video, yeah. that you guys are with us. That's worth it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. All right, so stay tuned next uh, next Thursday. Next Thursday. We'll have another podcast. See you, see you then. Brilliant. All right. Uh, so what do I say? You say it. Go on. Can you say what it? What am I saying? Keep on. Oh, keep on riding. And if you're not riding, keep on keeping on. Is that right? That's it. Brilliant. You do there it you better go. than the Americans. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. See you guys. See you guys.